0: Thank you for listening to Northwood Baptist Church of Yadkinville, North Carolina. Join our pastor, Tim Webb, for an encouraging time with God and His Word. Northwood Baptist Church is a place where the Bible is passionately preached and practiced, and where you are always welcome. So stay tuned for a practical message for your life as we enjoy the abundant life that Jesus Christ offers to all.
1: It's not always going to be beautiful. It's not always going to be good. So I need to lay something by and put something aside for a rainy day. You know what you ought to do with some of your money? After you've given to the Lord, after you've tithed, and after you've given offers, you know what you ought to do with it? Save it! Save it! You say, well, preacher, why would you say that? Here's what the book of Proverbs says. There is treasure to be desired and oil in the dwelling of the wise. But here's what it says. But a foolish man spendeth it up. You know what that verse means? Wise people save something aside for a wintry day. They save something aside for a rainy day. But a fool is going to spend every last cent that he has. I believe God would say, here's what I want you to do with my money. You give to me, you take care of your family, you save. You say, well preacher, winter's never going to come to me. Well, you come closer. just listen for a minute? You're not always going to be young. You say, well preacher, I'm just going to work till I drop dead. Well, if you get the privilege of doing that, God bless you. But you know what's going to happen for most of us? We're going to get to a point in our lives where we're not able to work anymore. We're not able to provide income for ourselves anymore. So you know what the Lord says to do with your money? He says, give to Me first and I'll take care of you. He says, but then save it. Lay it aside for a winter day, for a rainy day. Hey, even if you can, leave an inheritance for your children and your children's children. Save what God gives you. You know what? There are a few problems in a financial situation that couldn't be solved with this. You give to God first. I could talk to you today about budgets. I could talk to you today about how to allocate your wealth, and how to set aside your money, and how to get out of debt. I could talk to you about all those things today, but here's what I believe is the most important thing. You give to God first. You sow Him that you're trusting Him. Then you save. And then you know what the third thing God wants us to do with our money? You're not going to expect this one, but this is what God wants you to do with your money. Live joyfully. The mark of a Christian is not that they look like they've been sucking on a lemon for the past 40 years. The Bible says in the book of 1 Timothy, charge them that are rich in this world. You say, well, that's other people, Brother Tim. No, that's us. There's not a person sitting in this room this morning that wouldn't be in the top 2% of wealth in the whole world. You don't believe that, you don't feel that, but that's the truth. And so he says, charge them that are rich in this world, that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches. And the Bible goes on to say this, but in the living God. You know where my trust is today? It's not in the stock market. It's not in the White House. It's certainly not in Putin. It's not in Europe. You say, where's your trust? Here it is. It is in the living God. But in speaking about how God relates to us in money, listen to what the Bible says. The living God giveth us richly. The money in your bank account, God gave you that. The house you live in, God gave you that. The car you're driving, God gave you that. And what does He want you to do with it? Well, just clutch it and be as tight and be as hard with it as you possibly can? No. He says, I give it to you for this. All things to enjoy. You know what God wants you to do with your money? Set it aside for a rainy day, certainly. Give to the Lord first, certainly. But you know what He wants you to do? Enjoy the life that He has given to you. Take a vacation every now and again. Enjoy a good meal every now and again. Now most of you don't need to hear that. Most of us, we don't have that problem. Our problem is we take too many vacations, we eat too many good meals, but God wants you to enjoy the money that He has given you. We ought to be cheerful in our giving. We ought to be considerate in our finances. Let me see. I need a dollar. I need a dollar. Anybody got a dollar? Hold your hand up. If anybody's got a dollar, I need some help. Anybody got a dollar? I need a dollar. Somebody help me. Okay, Levi, come here. You got a dollar? That's good. Come here, help me. Help me real quick. Levi, now listen to me. Come hurry, 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 hurry. Levi, it's good to see you at church today. Now listen. Listen, I need a dollar, okay? And I listen. I need that dollar, and I'm not giving it back to you. That that, that dollar, you're never getting it back. It's my dollar. You still want to get? Did you see that? You? Okay, sounds good to me. You see the kind of role this young man has. Thank you, Levi, for that dollar. You know something? He seemed awful happy about giving that to me, didn't he? You know why? Because about fifteen minutes ago, I gave it to him first. You can go sit down, Levi. I gave him ten dollars. I said, if you'll give me one dollar back and you'll smile about it, you can have the other nine. There's somebody that knows a good deal when they see it you know what most of us are doing? It's my dollar. My dollar. And the Lord says, yeah, I just want you to give me 10% of it. It's my dollar! This is mine! And we just about rip it in half when we go to the offering plate instead of boogying on down and giving it to the Lord. Consider the Lord. What does He want you to do with your money? Next, and we're almost to the end, I want you to consider how you handle God's money. Let's handle God's money certainly cheerfully and certainly considerately. But then, let's let's look just for a moment. Why don't we handle God's money that way? I want to give you three reasons quickly. Number one, distrust. We say, you know what, I would give, but I just don't know where my money's going. I just don't know if I can trust what's happening with my money. Can I give you a strong recommendation? Give to the local church. I may not know what's happening with some charity in Arkansas. I may not know what's happening with some church in Texas or in New York City, uh, but if I give and I'm a member of a local church and, and I'm giving and I say, I wonder what's happening with my money. You know what I ought to be able to do and what you can do here at Northwood? You can go up to the treasurer, Brother Mark, and you say, Hey, Brother Mark, what's going on with my money? Can I see where the money that I give to this church is going? Uh, you can get a financial report. So, sometimes we don't trust and that's why we don't give. You know the number two reason we don't give? Here it is. Here's a big one. I'm not going to spend much time on it, but here's a big reason we don't give. We know we ought to give. We know we ought to save. We know we ought to enjoy what God's given us. But here's a big reason we don't do it. Debt. Now, if it was tight when I mentioned money, <laughs> it's real tight now. You want, you want to hear what the Bible has to say about that? The Bible says the borrower is the servant to the lender. Now I'm not going to go as far as saying that you can never have debt. I'm not going to do that. But I will say this, there's times when God moves on your heart and you're like, oh boy, oh boy, I get to give. This is wonderful. A church is going to be built in Columbia. Uh, Our church is going to do something to reach out. This is great. This is wonderful. I'm going to be able to give. And just about as you're ready to give, all of a sudden you feel a tug. You feel a pull. And you know who it is? It's your master. I mean, MasterCard. And it says, you owe me first. I'm in charge here. Can I just say this and we're moving on? Be careful about debt. Be so careful of getting into debt with God's money. But here's the main reason most of us don't do with God's money what He wants us to do. Here it is. Doubt. I just don't know if God can take care of me. I mean, I've trusted Him for my eternal destiny. I've trusted Him for my forever, but... I don't know if I can trust Him to take care of my finances tomorrow. If I save today for my family's future tomorrow, will there be a tomorrow? If I enjoy what God has given me today and I don't hoard it, will there be enough? If I give to Him first, will there still be enough for me? We doubt Him. And I want to give you the answer to that doubt in the final point. The third point is this, and you may just write it down and study it on your own time. The third point is, with God's money, we ought to be consistent. The Bible says in the book of 2 Corinthians, lay by and store on the first day of the week. In other words, we ought to be giving regularly. But here's the fourth point. How are we to handle God's money? Number one, we ought to be cheerful about it. Number two, we ought to be considerate. God, what do you want me to do with your money? Number three, we ought to be consistent. Every day we're stewards of what God has given us. But number four, here's how we ought to handle God's money. Confidently. I want you to turn with me, if you would, in your Bibles, one final place today, and that's going to be over to the book of Philippians. Uh, go to the book of Philippians, if you would. God's money in my pocket. How am I supposed to handle it? Cheerfully. God, God, it's all yours. You've been so good to me. Whatever you want, you've never done me wrong. You've blessed me more than I deserve. God, it's yours. God, what do you want me to do with your money? I'll do whatever you want. It's yours anyway. And then finally, we ought to handle God's money Confidently. We doubt sometimes. God, can you, can you really? I mean, if I tithe, if I do that whole giving 10% of my... God, what about this? I'll give 9%, I'll give 8%. No, no, no. He says 10%. And you say, but Lord, I don't know if I can trust You for that. Listen, you've trusted Him to take you to heaven. Don't you think you can trust Him that you'll be able to buy a McRib tomorrow? He'll take care of you. But Lord, I don't know if I save, if I'm going to be able to enjoy the level of life that I want right now. Lord, I just don't know. And God, what's going to happen over in Russia? And God, I'm just wondering. Lord, how should I handle your money? Should I go and dig a hole in the backyard and bury it all? God, should I stay up at night worrying and wondering and just scared to death about what's going to happen to the money you've given me? No. The Bible tells us we should handle God's money with confidence. Philippians chapter number 4 and verse number 19 says this. My God, we'll read it again, and we'll ask you a question, and if you know, the Lord say, "Amen, my God, is He your God today? Amen. My God shall supply A,L,L, all your need according to His riches in glory. I've got money invested for my retirement. I've got to be honest about it. Right now is a good time to buy. Uh, things are a little unsettled in the world, it's a a good time to buy. But you know what? Honestly, you can look back at the trends and the history, and and basically the trends will say this, if you'll stay in the market long enough, you'll get your money back and then some. But as I look out at the world, I think, now Lord, I'm going to invest my money. I'm going to put it in there, but God, and, and I hope what I'm getting ready to say is wrong, but God, I don't know if we're getting ready to go into a war like we've never seen in this world. God, I don't know, is there even going to be a United States of America when I'm an old man, when my daughter's... God, what I don't know how things are going to turn out. And there's a lot of uncertainty in the market. There's a lot of uncertainty in the political world. But hear me and hear me well, there is no uncertainty in heaven. God is still on His throne and He will supply all your need according to His riches and glory as you honor Him first. As you live by His principles. say, preacher, I don't know what's going to happen in Ukraine. I'm praying about that. I promise you I am. You ought to be. I don't know what's going to happen. Neither do I. But the Bible says this, I have been young, and now am I old. And yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. The psalmist said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Here's the way Billy Kelly said it. How many of you remember Billy Kelly? Man, he was a preacher. and He was a big man too, wasn't he? I don't know Brother Kelly, three, four hundred pounds. I don't think I'm exaggerating. Here was his interpretation of the verses I just read. If the whole world is starving and there's only one loaf of bread left in this world, my Heavenly Father has promised me that I'm going to be at one end of it gnawing on it. God's going to take care of you as you honor Him. As you live by His principles, you say, well, well, preacher, what's going to happen in the stock market? Oh, I don't know. You say, well, preacher, what's going to happen in the world of situation?" I don't know, but I do know this.
0: Thank you for listening today. This program has been brought to you by the generosity of the Northwood Baptist Church family. Our church loves Jesus, and Jesus loves you. You can hear today's message in full by searching for Northwood Baptist Church on YouTube. You can share this program with others on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Make plans to be our guest in Yankinville, North Carolina very soon for any and all of our services. You'll locate our church by going to 1309 Northwood Church Road. There, you'll enjoy a friendly welcome, encouraging music, and a practical message from the Bible. There is a place for you and your family at Northwood. For more information, visit Northwoodbandist.us. or you can call us at 336-677-3781. Or drop us a note at P.O. Box 1637, Yankinville, North Carolina, 27055. Until next time, from Pastor Tim Webb and the Northwood Baptist Church, God bless you and keep looking up.